Welcome, everybody, to Navigating Change, the podcast from Tybal Inc. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with... The handsome Pete Wright. <laughs> nice. No. Oh, my goodness. Did I do that? I did. Yeah, you did. You did it. I mean, you're so right. You, you're correct. Give me, I'm give, good. Me a, give me a quick update of your life. I'm good. I'm the feeling good, good, Howard. Yes. No. <laughs> you don't want me to, you want me to tell the truth? To, no, don't go there. <laughs> Just tell people, don't give out your social security number. Is that all we should say? Do you know what? Way too soon. Way oh, too I'm sorry. Soon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Howard's joking because I'm having I'm my not identity. Joking. It's not funny. No, you're making fun of me because my identity is being stolen. I'm and I'm resolving and that. Me. I don't even remember who I am. That's the joke around my house. My wife comes around the corner and she says, um, "What's your name? Are you making dinner tonight?" It's awful. I'm sorry. This you're dealing with this. You're the first person I know dealing with it at that level. That's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. It's pretty stupid. Uh, but we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about something else. Last week we talked about uh, this whole, we, we got into it a little bit about what presidents and chancellors and cabinets are dealing with today. And you, I think, gave us a great summary of what each of these bodies are dealing with uh, from, uh, you know, large large publics, liberal arts, community colleges, and for-profits. We kind of went through the four uh categories as you see them of schools classes of schools Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. this week we're talking about another big theme in this same direction which is the need for authentic collaboration or who's really in charge and i'll tell you who's really in charge i'm just gonna go right at this one i dare you i dare you to tell me who is really in charge the faculty are in charge the faculty run your institutions wait are you being serious because you just made my day no they do or or and this is what makes this is what makes administrators smile. Or faculty think they run the institutions. No, you just took it, it away. You give a thing, you take it away. I give it, take it. But see, what's interesting about they think they run it is administrators are 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 stymied by the idea about uh, what it means to to think about faculty running institution. I can tell you, the more I more I work with faculty, I just came back from a retreat. Twenty five faculty members at a small design school trying to reinvent who they are. And what I'm discovering the more I'm working with faculty is I think I think faculty get a really bad rap. And a lot of it has to do with administrators just don't know how to deal with people who have a different way of thinking and a different way of approaching their work. And the way higher ed's played out, I'm discovering and is that administrators this. are from Mars and faculty are from Venus. Is that oh, where it's, we're going? Yeah, it's worse. It's, it's like Saturn in <laughs> Venus. See, I I hate to bring it, have it come down to power, right? Politics and power. But that's how it really plays out. Faculty run the institutions or they think they run it. In some cases, they really do. And you need to, uh, you really need to slow down if you're in the administrative world and really take the time to understand where they're coming from. You know, and boards, they're not understood on campus, uh, and they're also insulated by design, and presidents are often in this in-between stage, or, or their job is to keep the peace, right? They want the boards to see that things are moving along nicely, the faculty are not trying to run uh, the presidents out of town, and what I'm discovering over time is that success for many presidents and cabinets is simply an absence of collective dissent. That's pretty sad, isn't it? Yeah, if, yeah, Dilbert. I've had some, <laughs> <That's> horrible. <laughs> I've had projects where the success was measured by that there wasn't a collective negativity about the results of the project. And that's it. <laughs> that was it. 
And by the way, I don't think that's it. I mean, I think that there's some <laughs> profound wisdom in this because the collective dissent, think about the different leadership bodies you have. You've got academics, you have students, you have uh, who, who play a leadership role, especially in government. Uh, you've got the boards and you have the administrators. So in terms of success, the bar can in some cases be really low. The problem about real change is in higher education, it requires collaboration, not cooperation. So I think the best we have for the most part is decent cooperation because how it really works is this. Faculty exert power over cooperation. Administrators exert power over resources. Boards exert power over leadership. And that's it. So you got faculty, we don't have to cooperate. Administrators like, well, we don't have to give you stuff then. Boards are like, you know what, Mr. Mr. and Mrs. President, you better still be moving this thing along in the right direction, and we need you to make sure that we're not written up in the paper, right? It's, it's sort of sad, but we most institutions don't want to be read about in the paper, except if they're best practices. But there's more because the media latches on the negative stories and exaggerates them. So I completely understand that. But at best, because of this focus on power, uh, it's it, there really isn't collaboration going on. And what has to happen is these boundaries need to be broken down to achieve what is would be real more meaningful governance, shared governance. I, I, and I think that we're just at the beginning stages of recognizing for the change to happen administrators can't push it through. They need to find a way to engage their faculty in an authentic way. And I said that. I'm, right? You know, I'm Are you happy? Here, Are you happy I, to hear this? I am, uh, yes. Here's what, here's what I think. As a faculty member, I absolutely know what you're saying there. And I think faculty uh, really do genuinely believe they run the institution because they are the deliverer of the product unto the customer, right? That, yes. that is the direct and tangible relationship that they have to that. And so there, there is a certain degree of power than, and that they that they take, that we take as faculty members to believe that. And yet, I I think your, I love your presentation of sort of the, the, the stool of managed constraints, uh, right? These three legs of, of the things you can't have. And I'm, but I'm trying to put myself in a position of one of the, the, you know, many leaders that we have had on this show. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think, uh, what would, uh, the good Dr. Martin say from St. Andrews about, uh, how, how would he respond this, to this? That's, I love that you brought him up because he is a unique leader in my mind. And I know a number of unique leaders that really understand that they need to engage faculty. Um, and what Dr. Martin does, do, what what uh, John Hurley from Canisius does, yep. for what other leaders do that I know, is they build trust. And in the absence of building trust with people who are not in their area, you, you can't make any change. And I think what you're always going to have the challenge of what it means to meet the needs of a certain constituencies. And presidents are caught right in the middle because they're being told by their boards, we need you to move the institution in this direction. And they're being told by their faculty, this is what our needs are. And then they got all these financial constraints. So they're trying to incrementally not piss anybody off too much. Right? Right. 
right? That's the way it is. That's the way it is. And, and that's the thing that's a little bit, I, I feel like it's a little bit jarring hearing you say that because I feel like there's a discussion around what is, what, what we, what we like to think is happening in our administrative, you know, ranks and what, what is what, really what happening. We, right. So, so say more about that. What we like what, to think like is to happening think? in our in our collective ranks is that the 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 board has uh, graciously bestowed trust upon the leaders to do what they think is right, the president to do what he or she thinks is right, and the president yes. is working with the team, uh, the the senior leadership team who is operating from the perspective of bounty. That we have we what we want is we want everybody who is is supporting the institution to support with a, a gracious and open heart, and what. We we get is i think you know in many institutions that haven't sort of made that leap uh to shared governance uh, uh, to a sound kind of shared governance atmosphere i think we get more of uh gosh we you know politics we what you just said is something that all institutions aspire to right is that genuine uh being concerned about the other constituencies I think it's important that we tell the truth about that, one, it's very hard to do that because the concerns are not the same. Faculty fundamentally don't care about the balance sheet, don't care about profit and loss. Uh, They are learning over time with the right kind of academic leadership that that's an important thing, and they they have... control of their destiny. This design school conversation is I looked at the faculty and said, listen, if you don't put some changes in place and convince your provost this is what we need to do, and then that that gets rippled to the administration, you are letting administrators control your destiny. Your job, if you really want in, in some ways to be viable longer term, it's in your hands. Now, what's interesting about that comment is I think a lot of faculty are genuinely skeptical that they have the kind of influence uh, to be able to put change in place that wouldn't get quashed because of some financial decision. And sometimes that's true. And sometimes a financial decision needs to trump an academic decision. But what we need to start with is coming together and understanding each other's concerns. And we don't do that enough. So anyone listening to this, whatever world you live in in a higher ed space, the question I would ask you is, are you reaching across the aisle? In many ways, that's the role of the president. The president is finding ways to reach across the different aisles. But administrators have to get out of their seats and go to academic departments and sit down and say, you know what? I've never been over here. Tell me a little bit about what you're focusing on doing. I cannot tell you how much a faculty member would appreciate an administrator coming to their turf versus having to go to the administrator side. Well, I think the same thing, the, the converse absolutely applies. I think when you look at the relationships that, uh, you know, Steve Fowle brings to the conversation as a, a leader in his uh, a faculty leader at Loyola, um, you know, you get that same sort of sentiment when a faculty member stands up and goes over to administration and says, hey, Let's let's talk about what you're dealing with. Let's yeah, let but I, learn and, and I'll tell you, there's there's not a lot of receptivity. See, there's there's a presumption if the faculty show up on the administrator side, it's because that there's, there's a, problem. a problem. There's a problem. I know it's that's not the presumption. because you know what we really value what you do, administrators, and and we want to learn more about that. In some ways, the faculty don't have that time. That's not their focus. Um, 
But that you just what? said it, right? You just said it. If they want to be long-term viable, there is some, there has to be some way, uh, you know, and I, we look at this in, in our own institution with the Faculty Senate. Get involved with the Faculty Senate. You want to learn what's going on with administration? Get involved with your Faculty Senate. Well, you know, it's interesting. I know our work with some schools is the last place you want to get involved in is the Faculty Senate. If you want to have impact, because the Faculty Senate in some places uh, run in a way to sort of, and this is true on administrative side. Yeah, too. Yeah. Protecting turf. Yeah, I, not, I agree not with Not about real true representation of the broader ac- um, academic side of the house. No, I agree but with there, that. I think there is something the we dilemma. Said. Yeah, there is a dilemma, but the, I think there are, I think there is a recognition uh, in a lot of best practice schools that uh, that the Faculty Senate is a functioning organization that is a great yes. conduit to get information to and from the administration. I mean, that's certainly my experience with the Oregon system. It's a substantial system uh, of, you know, uh, many thousands of students and many universities, and the Faculty Senate is the conduit to, to do that. This is, right. uh, and they have to, they have an opportunity to really demonstrate great leadership yes. and forward thinking. Yes, and whatever you say, if the Faculty Senate isn't doesn't work, there has to be a channel that exists at your institution to 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 demonstrate some involvement, some that that level of critical thinking and inquiry that you just said minutes ago uh, is important in demonstrating long-term viability as a as a faculty. Absolutely, member. and you know what's interesting, Pete, uh, for me is that I would imagine if some people are listening to this, they might be offended. What I would what I would say to anybody that would dismiss this or be offended by any suggestions is that. To me, the only people that should be, if you're offended by any piece of this, then the thing to look at is, is is there something you're doing or not doing? Because I think there are as many, there are many more examples of people putting goodwill forward. And I'm not talking to those people, right? The people who are doing the good work and, and are really reaching across the aisles, I'm hoping they hear this and go, you know what? You're not talking to me. You're talking to people I know are not doing this. So so I say this because, you know, I, I think sometimes you can hear somebody say things like that I'm saying and think they're naive. And in fact, what I'm suggesting is anybody listen to this, whether you're on the administrative side, whether you're a board member, whether you are a faculty member, whether you're a president, does any of this ring true for you? And if it does... To me, this is a question of looking in the mirror and how can you do a better job of moving towards authentic collaboration, which I think is key to moving your institution in the right direction. That's my only point. I, I like those points, and I I think uh, I think if you are curious about this, and we've mentioned already uh, George Martin and Steve Fowl episodes ninety two and ninety three. I think particularly ninety three deals with the with the shared governance uh, structure with Steve that I think is Absolutely. a really fascinating conversation, and I would recommend you go back and listen to that. And Steve's a unique academic leader in yeah. that he espouses the importance of fiscal sustainability and fiscal prudence, and he's a theology guy. You know, he, he, he lives and he truly lives in the world of academics and he understands the importance of what administration is trying to do. Uh, those are the kind of academic leaders that will help move this needle. I think so. Yeah, that, this is a good conversation. Howard. I'm glad you brought this up. You didn't know it was coming, did you? No, you brought your A game today. I'm feeling good I about tried. That. You did. Um, yeah. A, A minus. Well, I'll take an I'll take an A minus. You should. You should just, you know, you don't want to show off too much. 
To everybody listening, thank you so much for downloading the show. Head over to TybalLink.com. Subscribe for free. You can engage with us on LinkedIn and Twitter right from there. And uh, uh, share the show if you enjoyed. If you're getting something out of it, we appreciate you sharing with your uh, colleagues and peers and um, uh, and being a part of our uh, community here. So any final words, Howard? You're good? I'm, 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 I'm good. I think I'm tapped out, Pete. Tapped out. I'm going to tap out. out. I'm done. Thanks, everybody. Until next week, on behalf of Howard Tybel, I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you on Navigating Change, the podcast from Tybel, Inc.